0: Guys. Welcome back. I was so surprised at the outpouring of love and support with my first podcast. I'm telling you what, it's as if I was born to talk. Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Um, as I said before, each podcast is going to be have the name or the word only exclusively. We're going to talk about being an only child. Okay, so I was raised as an only child, but many, many, many years later when I was 23, my dad had remarried, and I had step, step, two stepsisters, stepbrother, and a half sister when I was 23. But we're going back to when I was just a small little girl, and I was born and raised in San Diego. My parents were married until I was eight; is when they got divorced. And um, I grew up in East County, like I started off at Rio Seco and Santee, I went to five different schools, I think I moved like three times. And anyways, um, I lived on a cul-de-sac in El Cajon where I have, you know, like six or eight friends. So a lot of the times the questions that you're asked by, you know, aunts or um, relatives or people would say, oh, isn't it lonely being an only child? Do you get lonely being an only child? And I would sit there and think for a minute and go, no, that never occurred to me. First of all, I was surrounded by, you know, like I said, friends. My aunt was four years older than me, so we hung out, you know, when when we were young. And uh, who else, you know, I had lots of cousins. But me, myself, and I—we were always together, and we got along fabulously. <laughs> I had a good old time. Yeah, uh, in school, I was, you know, probably undiagnosed ADHD, the hyperactive child who became, you know, class clown by the time I was in high school. So, you would have thought with all this energy that I would have been in drama, and I was never in drama in school. Uh, you know, I was never a cheerleader, dance team, and none of that. It's, it didn't happen to many, many years later, which is hilarious. Now, however, I did go into the talent shows. Like, we would get our um, outfits all made. Like, my mom was a seamstress, so she would sew us matching outfits. We'd do the choreography, and we'd dance. I remember doing that in grade school, so that was one type of performing. But normally, I was just, you know, used to getting—I was being the center of attention at home. And then that spilled over into school where I always wanted to get attention. So I would blurt out things, try to make people laugh. And, you know, that's not always a good thing when you're trying to learn or, you know, the teachers probably didn't appreciate it. But anyway, that's kind of what happened to me in school. I was never paying attention. I was always joking around and, and goofing off trying to make people laugh. I love improv. I think, you know, all, over all these years of practicing, un you know, I wasn't trying to, I, I just, I come up with things on the fly. I'm very witty. So in my actor's workshop, I remember 27 years ago, we used to do improv, not so much in the current, um, actor's workshop, but it's one of my favorite things to do is, you know, feed off someone else's energy and they throw something to you and you come right back with a, a, you know, something funny. I mean, that's, that's where I have the most fun. And that's why I love to talk because, You know in meeting different people every single job I'm on every gig no matter if it's a a music video or if you're doing um, a small film or commercial there's a lot of downtime and I make sure I fill that downtime with a lot of chatting I have made some of the nicest friends I have met some of the most interesting people. And, you know, a lot of us are like-minded. And, you know, one of the most important things is the energy. You know, we vibe off the same energy, which is so cool. Because, like I said in the last podcast, a lot of my school friends, you know, from when I was young one of my friends that I met when I was six years old on that cul-de-sac, <laughs> we are still talking in friends today. So how many years has that been like a hundred? And she often says, Oh, I don't know how you would drive to LA. It's horrible. You know, I don't mind driving. I drove my kids uh, 100 miles a day to school for six years because we live in a remote area, and I I enjoy driving. You know, I listen to music. I don't know. I just it doesn't bother me. So I think that being an only child, you know, I got all this energy, and I got all this, you know information that I want to get out there. And now I'm using it 400 years later. And like I said, I meet the most interesting people on the set and that's been the greatest time ever. And so in this podcast soon I will do interviews probably, you know, during our downtime, depending on who we meet. You know, I met some, I think last was it Sunday. I met a producer who produced Beyonce's three of her music videos and, and Ricky Iglesias And then um, on my left was a bass. I think it was just a guitarist for Hollywood Nightmare, a band in L.A. I mean, you never know who you're sitting next to or why. You know, they were just locals. And one of them was a really good friend of the comedian that was there. But anyways, I always talk to them and I get to know them. Now I'm going to interview them. It probably won't be more than five to seven minutes. So you guys won't get bored with 40-minute, you know, podcasts because I probably won't do that because I'll be on the spot. You know, it's not going to be something that we sit down in an office and we have notes exchanged. Although I do have a couple of friends that um, will do Zoom interviews. You know, some of my actors friends I've known for about three years from the actors workshop. One of them's in um, L.A. film school. And then the other one, not only is he signed with and Bradis, and he's an actor, but he's also a fireman. So a lot of times he'll he'll be too busy to meet in person. Anyways, back to um, being an only child. So if there's anyone out there who could relate to this, uh, like I said before, um, I'm a native San Diego, native San Diegan. It's hard to find, you know, people who haven't come from somewhere else to live here and also only children. It's hard to find. I know I have three children. Michelle has three children. A lot of people I know don't have just one child anymore. So if you are an only child, reach out to me. You know, you can get in contact with me on Instagram or through here. I also wanted to share that, um, my commercials that are out right now, you might see me on um, Vejas and also there's a video that just I just did a couple weeks ago with a YouTuber. Her name's Re- Rebecca Zamolo. She's got like 20 million followers. She did a really neat concept video. It's called Birth to Death, and I played the older person. Like they started with a five week old, a toddler. I think they had an eight- year old. A teenager 30 year old a 50 year old an 80 year old I'm not gonna tell you which one that I played cuz that would give away my age <laughs> just kidding there's no secrets here everyone knows how old I am anyways I will leave it with um, closing all I wanted to do is give you a little bit more background about how I became this dynamic chatter it's probably from being an only child I could be wrong. I could be wrong. There could be shy only children out there who don't want attention. I'm not one of them. Anyways, until next time, I hope to see you soon. Talk to you later.